0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Once again, today is Thursday, April the 1st, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Fault. Now, this is going to be part two of uh, my discussion about the the case of the two brothers here from North Carolina that were uh, wrongfully convicted of rape and murder of an 11-year-old girl. Now, when I say two brothers, they are Henry McCullum and Leon Brown. Now, uh, uh, let's give a quick backstory here. Like I said, they were wrong convicted based off of uh, statements that were given and signed, supposedly, by them that we now know they they're, uh, they have low IQ, IQ sc- scores. And, you know, and they, they, they weren't even anywhere near it. And the Red Springs... Police department somehow, some way got a confession out of them. We later, we now know that they had written out, meaning the Red Springs Police Department had written out the statements and t- and had the brothers sign it and told them, "Hey, if you sign this, you can go home." But they were end up spending 30 years in prison. Then along comes a uh, after they a, a previous lawyer, uh, their lawyer that had been with them for 30 years got the conviction overturned due to DNA evidence along comes a new lawyer that somehow some way convinces them and their sister that he can represent them better than the previous lawyer and he takes over the case they are awarded from the state of North Carolina 1.5 million to which the new lawyer takes for himself. Then they go along some years later, and I believe it was 2017, they received a settlement from the Red Springs Police Department for $500,000 apiece. But somehow, someway, the lawyer got a hold of their funds. Or was trying to before a red flag was raised because the amount was so low and they had spent so much time in prison. And also the previous lawyer had been snooping around. If you call that. I don't think he was snooping around. I think he's, like I said, he had received a threatening letter from the, <laughs> the, the, the new lawyer demanding that he s- stay away. So in this new settlement with the, uh, Red Springs Police Department. They were to get $500,000 apiece. And what they were going to end up with after the lawyer fees was $178,000, while the lawyer was going to receive $403,000. He was working his way towards a million real quick, wasn't he? Swindling. Oh, no ambulance chasing. Now, when? Keep in mind, keep in mind, these two brothers have a low IQ score in the 50s range, which according to those that administer IQs, anything below 70 translates to a benchmark standard of mental retardation. That's intellectual disability, characterized by significant significant cognitive impairments. However, how ever, this new lawyer once again admitted and knew of these facts. In fact, that was his whole argument that they had low IQ scores and they, they they never should have signed those confessions. Same like the old the previous lawyers, previous lawyer. They, you know, his whole argument was they should have never signed these confessions. They got convicted off of these confessions and they spent over half of their life in jail and they deserve compensation. (laughs) This goes on to say, no way they knew anything about what they were signing. But he saw it in their best interest to lead them into predatory loans. And he kept hundreds and thousands was theirs. Hmm. He felt so much compassion and, and, and felt they were so wrongfully treated and convicted, but you still took your cut, didn't you? Yeah, you did. Got your money off out the gate. Sounds like a common street hustler, to me. Long shot. That's what that I Ambulance chaser. Whatever term you can come up to de- with to describe this guy. And not just his character, but his actions. He is it. He is it. Now, like I said, the old lawyer continued to follow the brothers' cases. And he finally blew the whistle around 2017 or 2018. And he got the state involved, the state bar. Now he goes on to say, had it been allowed to go on, they would have received the entirety of $750,000 from the state in 2015. This is the uh, the old lawyer talking. He's saying had had he, he been allowed to stay on the case, he would have gotten them $750,000 each from the state. But, like I said, he received that threatening letter from that, that new lawyer demanding that he step aside because he was now going to serve their best Interest and he couldn't do it, nor those he had up under up under him. He was the one he was gonna make everything better. Now, one of the things I got a question is these predatory loans that, that keeps coming up, what were they for? I really can't find anything of what these predatory loans were for. Maybe they were for a house, maybe they were for vehicles. Or what have you? And if these loans are so predatory, or were so predatory, who were they going to to get these loans? Maybe some friends of the lawyer. Why not? He was already stealing from them. Why not get his friends involved? I just don't understand how. Well, let, let me let me let me let me continue on because uh, uh, the state board like I said, got the state bar. I keep saying state, state board. The state bar association got together and came, came up with a slew of charges and, well, complaints and allegations. And they, they, they start out with, he was charged with improper, in, improper fees, failed to represent the brothers with competence or diligence, engaged in dishonesty, fraud, deceit, Misrepresentation in front of the court, or orchestrated high interest loans, knowing they were incompetent to understand the terms of the loans. Huh. It sounds like a sweetheart deal to me. This is like I said, that's what he was he was charged with. Improper fees, failed to represent brothers at with competence and diligence engaged in dishonesty, fraud, honesty. Misrepresentation in front of the court orchestrated a high-interest loans, knowing they were incompetent to understand the terms of the loans. Here's a sweetheart deal for me, and I would really like to ask the, the North Carolina Bar Association is this a standard standard uh, punishment at the Disagreaches Act? Because his license to practice law in North Carolina, was suspended for five years. And he's ordered to repay 250,000. That's a part of the settlement money. And he can reapply for his license in three years. If he repays the 250,000 and completes 10 hours of ethics training. Now, however, he can still practice in Washington, D.C., New Jersey, New York, Texas, and his home state of Florida. So he from Florida. You know, those lawyers that, uh, like I said, I am Lex Chaser. You got a lot of lawyers that, that are from all over the country that take on these uh, these cases of people that have been wrongfully convicted. And apparently that's what he did. Being from Florida, came up I guess, somehow, some way, convinced those uh, those brothers and, and and their sister that hey, I can represent you better than, than this guy here can. Yeah. Uh, let me just say, kudos to the the old lawyer, because had it not been that he stayed on the case, even though being bullied and intimidated, sounds like a long shot. Out. He's not a lawyer. He's just not. That, that, I know full well that's not how law is practiced. I know we jokingly or, or spitefully say these lawyers are there to the but that's not how lawyers operate. Some lawyers do. Sounds like a common street up me. Like I said, you know, had it not been for, for that old lawyer that stuck around and did his due diligence and research... And, and stuck his nose in, in those brothers' business. Those brothers probably would have been left with nothing by the time this guy got through. Because, like I said, in addition to taking those fees, he somehow, some way convinced convinced them or led them them towards loans that were determined to be predatory. High interest rate loans, loans that you know, hey, those those brothers, they did have a low IQ. They possibly, no, not possibly, there's no way they understood, understood the terms of those loans. I mean, they still haven't said what the loans were for. But I mean, after he took his fees, he probably said, "Hey, you don't know, really have enough to live off of. Live off of. Let me." introduce you to somebody that can give you a loan and you can pay it back what have you. Boy, he sounds like a you are low. (laughs) I'm sorry. You are low, low, low. Why would, how could you? How could you? He's, He's a swindler. Everything about this story as it relates to this guy here screams Swindler Common Street Hustle only difference between him and a, a, a street hustler is that he has a law degree and he has a license to practice his thievery in the state of North Carolina and other states well I, I'm going to be honest with you that that sweetheart deal you know suspended his like you suspended his license for five years and made him pay a $250,000 fine after he almost or damn near stole a million from him? How do do your lawyer fees trump what those that are trying you're you're trying to uh, get something for how do your how do your lawyer fees add up to more than what they receive? On their end. Well, you know, a lot of people say, "Hey, that's what lawyers do." Maybe it is. I even take on my part, but I know a common hustler when I see him, and that's exactly what this guy sounds like. So, like I said, the state of North Carolina suspends his license for five years or years forces him to pay a $250,000 fine and tells him he can reapply in three years after he's paid the fine, and he all he has to do also is complete 10 hours of ethics training. Ah, oh, that guy ain't got no ethics. You're wasting time. Why isn't his license snatched? He shouldn't be able to practice law, not only here in North Carolina, but anywhere in this country. Now, I understand that every state has a different set of laws and standards for its lawyers, but if I was on a a state bar association or whatever, or what have you, and I got wind of this, I wouldn't want you in my state. Because you blatantly just took advantage with no hesitation. You took advantage, you took their money, And then you took their money again by introducing them to these predatory loans. It's not a question of of, of what you were doing, it's a question of how could you do that knowingly what these men had been through. Now, it's hard enough going to prison, but it's got to be pretty devastating to be sitting in prison knowing you're innocent. Thirty years. Then you find someone you think is going to help you and have your best interests in in, 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 at heart. But you somehow, some way, because because the 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 old lawyer said, like I said, he had been visiting uh, Henry McCullum the whole time he had been in prison, and he said every single time he went to see him, McCullum kept saying. I'm innocent. I don't understand why I'm still in here, 30 years later. So you knew that little tidbit too, but that didn't that didn't deter you. I, you you went in with that sole purpose and mindset of hey, I'm going to get money. Ambulance chaser. Remember those old ambulance chaser lawyers that you used to see on those old shows. They would hang out at the hospitals, doctor's offices. Some of them even went to the the police station. Here, here's my car. This ambulance chaser. And all you do, state of North Carolina, is suspend his license for five years. Sweetheart deal. I hate to keep saying that, but that's just totally, uh, that's absurd to me. That makes absolutely, positively no sense whatsoever. That you knowingly have a lawyer that stole. There's no improper fees. Those are fees you made up. Once again, how do your fees trump the settlement that those guys were were to receive, or part of the settlement that they were going to receive? I don't even call it a seller. Like I said, he got he got over on the state of North Carolina the first time. He got 500000 and and it gave them a the million. But of that million, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but of that million, he turned around and introduced him to some clowns. Or maybe he was the clown. Maybe he was the one doing the loans. Sans feasible. Or some of his buddies. I don't think he was just... It's just too convenient. It really is. It's just way too convenient that you somehow, some way, found some people that had loaned them money. Uh, settlement or no settlement? I don't know of too many banking institutions or finance companies. Maybe they are. This may may be a naivete on my part. I mean, hey, money's money. But these guys have been in prison for 30 years, and everyone knew that they had low IQs. They weren't mentally competent. Yeah, they had some money, and you loaned them money, maybe as part of that mental incompetence, and and, and they're not having the wherewithal after being locked up for 30 years. You said, hey, man, give me a little, little money and interest also. I think you need to find those who gave the loans also. They need to be charged with something. Let's not leave old... Sideswipe Bob here, the lawyer. Let's not leave him, the shyster. Let's not not let him take the dive all by himself. Go find those predatory loan uh, lenders. Put them on blast too. I just don't think that... um, This guy just should have received a, a, a fine and a suspension of his license. I, I personally think he needs to be thrown in jail. Sounds like a stretch, but I, I know there's a, a, a charge in North Carolina with something about, uh, you know, a, a, if a crime is committed against those that are uh, uh, have a mental problem or the handicap is what they call it. I believe that's what they call. I don't know the direct terminology, but it goes into the, the, the effect of uh, a crime against the handicap, mental or physical. These guys are handicapped handicapped mentally. They're still walking around, still able to practice law in, in three to four other states. <laughs> really? Well, five states, I'm sorry. Well, four states in a district. Ooh. Really? Really, North Carolina? I, 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 was, well, I can't say I would expect more, but I just think you guys are, I have totally just blew this off. So, what you going to let this guy come back in three years and, and reapply for his license and get his back to me and be back practicing law in the state of North Carolina? Not sure how that works. As, as for lawyers and the bar association, but nah, that didn't. That little punishment that was a, that, well, that was just a little slap on the fanny. That little punishment doesn't coincide with the crime here. Like I said, you had three or you had two brothers that were locked up for 30 years one on death row, one in general population knowing that he's not going to get out ever in life and they both have a, a mental problem and you throw them in prison you throw them in prison you sit there and rot and die You know, good thing for these uh, innocent commissions that pop up every now and again and pull these men and women out and tell their story. But as much as that tugs on your heart, that also opens the door for those predators, swindlers. Man, unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, you got to pay back, his $250,000, He damn near took a million, or, or a hundred, when they said hundreds, of thousand, yeah, he he was close to a million, he, he was working on it, he was only off by a million by, uh, according to my character, well, well, he was off by, uh, five hundred, close to 500,000, because he got the 500,000 from the first settlement from the state, and he was working on that second settlement from, uh, the, the the city of the, the city police department here in uh, Red Springs. So had he got that, he would have been at what nine hundred and three thousand. Would have been just short of a million by a few. He was on it. He was. He was on. He was on his way. He was on his way. Hmm. But. And still, the state of North Carolina doesn't see it as severe, not that too much severity in the case. And yeah, it's because it, it did get attention, but apparently it wasn't that severe. Still could practice law in, in four other states in a district, and, and in three years, he can come back and reapply for his license. As long as he's paid that 250000 Ooh. Thank the Lord for your saving grace there, State Bar Association of North Carolina. Kudos. Really showed him what you're about. I don't, know. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I don't, I don't know too much about that history thing, but from a common man's perspective, from a citizen of the, the state of North Carolina, that punishment doesn't fit the crime—not in the least. You don't need to practice law anywhere in this country ever again. You just don't. You don't need to be in a mock court room. You don't need to be teaching anything remotely close to law. You just need to go and find you another professional buddy. You need to be monitored. And that's after you pull some jail time. Yeah, you need. he needs to go to jail. Why isn't he in jail? Hmm. used to tell me, son, money talks and you know what walks. This wasn't his first rodeo, I bet you that. He was too smooth with it. This wasn't his first time out the gate swindling people out of their money. So who knows how much money he had somewhere. I ain't saying he paid anybody off. But damn suspension of your license for five years reapplied three years and only have to pay us a $250,000 fine in 10 hours of ethics training? Ethics? You? Ethics? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's like <laughs> that would be like me going up, a, up to a pimp and saying, hey how do you treat a woman with respect? Get the irony in that? You swindle people that are mentally incompetent and spent over half of their life in jail out of their money, and all you get is a suspension of your license for five years and repay and repay a $250,000 fine and take an ethics training course. You, lawyer, ethics. Once again, it's like saying pimp and respect for a woman in the same sentence. The two don't go together, they just don't. It's no way in the hell you should be walking around here free. You certainly shouldn't be allowed to practice anything remotely close to law. You shouldn't be coming anywhere near it. Well, I just want to say, hey, continue to pray for those brothers that things get better for them. They certainly deserve it. They certainly deserve it. Well, that's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. I would love to hear your voice. Once again, I won't bite. Not physically, anyway, verbally. So, offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts. Radio public, verbal, and word press. I misspoke the last time, sorry. Wordpress. And once again, continue to uh, keep your ears and your eyes open. I'm going to be going live on YouTube here soon. I will let you know the date and the time so I can see your face in the place. Hope my face doesn't scare you. If it does, oh well. You're lost. This is Stephen Cornegate. What this is just a thought. Amen.